Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, three, two, one. Open your Open your hearts, hearts loosen and your butts. Loosen your butts. It's couples it's time therapy. For couples therapy. It's time for couple therapy. <laughs> I yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex regrets or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. everyone and welcome to couples therapy my name is andy and i'm naomi we're a real life couple a real life couple of comedians and on couples therapy in, in quarantine, quarantine we answer a couple of different questions from, from a couple, couple of different, different listeners. listeners and this episode is the part two of the couples <laughs> therapy yo is this racist crossover event killer crossover <laughs> so if you listened last week to yo is this racist Andrew and Tawny's baby. Welcome, welcome to Couples Therapy. Yes, there was a harrowing cliffhanger at the end. <laughs> I, I don't know how they edit. I haven't listened to it. I don't know how they edit it, but we literally just stopped, uh, you know, talking about the about uh, racism. <laughs> and then we're just like, oh, yeah. Didn't Andy mention that there should be a cliffhanger or something? And then we're just like, uh, and then Andrew was just like, uh, what if I uh, I'll reveal a secret? <laughs> And then I think I talked about um, who shot Jr. Who shot Jr. from, from Dallas. Dallas? Because Andy loves references for young people, which, 
which happened before any of us were born. I know that. Literally <laughs> before, I think maybe I had been conceived. I'm not sure. <laughs> Oh, my God. Before we get to the wonderful episode, just a touch of housekeeping, honey. A light sweeping, a light dusting. First, if you love Andrew and Tawny and yours is racist, go to suboptimalpods.com to get bonus content, episodes of new pods. It's all happening there. They are the best in the game. Now, while we talking podcasts, baby Ooh. girls and Ooh. baby boys Ooh. and baby not binaries, March 4th, my new podcast that I co-host with Megan Gailey, also a friend of this show, called I Love a Lifetime Movie, debuts. Can you imagine? In two days. In two days, you guys. <laughs> so what you need to do is go on your on your podcast listener. Podcatcher. They podcatcher. call them these days. They call them podcatcher. They call Honey, them podcatcher. I want you to give us five stars, even though you haven't listened to it yet. Just assume. <laughs> I want you to subscribe. We watch Lifetime movies. We recap them beat by beat. They're always insane. And we talk to actors, writers, directors of the films. It is very fun. We get into it. Naomi, so, did, you, did you ever think you would host not one, but two podcasts? To think that we now each have our own podcast outside of couples therapy? Absolutely not. Absolutely. I never thought in a million years I'd have one podcast, let alone two. Hey, if you're plugging yours, uh, Beginnings... <laughs> That's the one I've been doing for the last 11 years. Just had Ron D. Moore, the creator of Battlestar Galactica, on. Hello. You heard of it? Basically, we need you to be just like signing up for more content, okay? That's where the fun is. <laughs> content, content, content. Naomi, I don't make content. I make lasting interviews that hit at the heart of the interviewee. I don't make content. I don't make content. I'm here to be content. Mm. Boom. Next. Put it on a t-shirt. Also, friends, two amazing shows coming up online, of course, obviously. We're terrified of all other people in person. So, March 6th, uh, we are doing a fundraiser with Socialist Alternative, which is obviously uh, DSA's rival. Sorry, DSA. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but uh, they, so basically in Seattle, one of the Seattle City Council members, Shama Sawant, is. Uh, being recalled by a bunch of right-wing shitheads. Yep. Okay? Yep. And so we're raising funds to fight them off. Yes. We okay? got to fight the power, baby. And look, so we're hosting an amazing show online. A cavalcade of stars. Cavalcade of stars, including John Early, Joe Kim Booster, Rhea Butcher, Aparna Nanshurla, and a bunch of other amazing people. Just go to our Instagram or our Twitter, and you will see a post up there that has all the information. It's free to watch. It's a telethon. Yeah, telethon style. So free to watch while you're watching. If you are moved to donate, we would love it. Yeah, a couple it bucks. Will... A couple bucks, honey. It'll be wonderful. A couple bucks to fight off Amazon? We love it. Also. Then very next week. The, the very, very next, next Saturday. The very next Saturday. Saturday, March 13th at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Andy and I will be coming together. The Couples Therapy Quarantine Party. Colon. One, one year, year in isolation. isolation. Ain't that the truth, honey? March 13th <sighs> marks one year since it all began. <laughs> and you know what? The quarantine. You know what? We are survivors. So we said we're going to bring together a show where we celebrate surviving all of this. Yeah. We have Sashir Zameda and Kenny DeForest, Dwayne Perkins, and a friend. And we will be answering your relationship questions. So now, in order for that to happen, you gotta give us some questions. Yes. Now, this is a visual show, so what we thought, 
Why don't you send in videos asking these questions? Send in a video no more than two minutes. No more than two minutes. Keep to, it right and tight. To CouplesTherapyPod at gmail.com. And we may select you to, to play on the show and then answer with our guests. So again, yeah. no more than two minutes. Relationship cue to CouplesTherapyPod at gmail.com. If you could do it by March 11th for the March 13th show, that would be great. Yeah. And but, you can get tickets at DynastyTypewriter.com, right? Yes. It? So really for everybody who's like, what is happening? This is a swirl of information. Let me tell you one quick time, one more again. Okay. Saturday, March 13th, couples therapy, one year in isolation party. Get tickets at dynastytypewriter.com. If you want to get a relationship question answered, shoot us a video. No more than two minutes to couples therapy pod at gmail.com. Whoo. That's it. Andy. That's a lot. That's a lot. Thank you for bearing with us. We love it. These we love it all, when you bear with us. These were all great plugs though. They were beautiful plugs. These are all vital, okay? We're talking new pod. We're talking socialist alternative. We're talking a year of survival. Mm -hmm. We're talking wanting you to be part of the show. We're talking crossover craziness with our friends Andrew and Tawny from Yo, Is This Racist? Beautiful. Roll it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are joining us for... (laughs) Look, you could come from two different, you are either part of our audience already, we love you, you have come because you heard the cliffhanger from last week's Yo, Is This Racist? Who shot JR? Maybe you didn't look it up. Maybe you did not look it up in the meantime, because the answer from from this uh, 1979, 1980, before all of us were born, basically, uh, episode of Dallas. JR, mm. played by Larry Hagman, was shot. Who shot him? Kristen Shepard. That's the answer. We teased, it. we teased the cliffhanger on the last week's episode of Yoza's Racist. Now you're getting the answer. Maybe you me, the, rightfully the thought you, we were joking. <laughs> I don't know. I forgot. I didn't realize we were actually doing this. Yeah, because for me, the cliffhanger was what is any of that who is jr right. when did he get mm-hmm. shot? is he a real right. person was he, he a, a politician mm-hmm. so i learned a lot just yeah. by yeah. coming to this podcast recording yeah yeah see mm-hmm. this is a huge problem my parents for uh some they would always question like andy how do you know this reference from before you were mm-hmm. born and there are a couple reasons animaniacs and tiny tunes that's one of them <laughs> because sure. they would constantly reference things from the 30s to the 80s. <laughs> uh-huh. The Simpsons, number two, constantly referenced, because they were all written, and still mostly, written by 80-year-old white men. Right. References mm. from things from the 1930s to the 1980s. Mm-hmm. 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 You know what else we teased on Yo? If you did not listen to Yo's Racist, stop this episode right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go download last week's Yo, Is This Racist? Listen to it because we said we're going to reveal secrets on. Mm-hmm. I guess you don't have to. I guess you don't yeah, have you to hear, hear us. Yeah. Well, to no, say on this episode, we're going to reveal secrets. You can just listen mm-hmm. to the secrets. Andrew, do you I, have a secret you're going to reveal to the world? Uh, oh, yes. Um, here's here's one. Um, this is really a bad one, actually. Quite, quite bad. Legitimately quite bad. <laughs> I've been pretty lax about picking up after the dogs outside um, because I've been like, you know, and here's why, actually. Uh, It started out as a a rationalization that now is becoming worse and worse, is that (laughs) the the neighbors next door, um, or not the neighbors, but basically the the place next door is like got renovated by like, you know, clearly some like 
crazy, you know, horrible LA landlord, you know, gentrifying all this stuff. So for a while before it was occupied, it was like my little political statement of like, <laughs> yeah, these dogs, these dogs can, can be foul this lawn. Um, <laughs> but now actually nice people my, live my, in there my. and I, I feel bad, but I don't know. I've just, I was, I had a, I, I got, I, this morning I was like, I got to get better at picking up, but what a secret. Bad. That is a real sad. secret, actually. Yeah. That's that actually definitely is. something it's... you should keep to yourself. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I know. That's, I really know. that's like a, like a war crime. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of listeners, Andrew. You really uh, exposed yourself really to a lot not, of It really is who... not nice, but <laughs> well, new leaf. New. I th- I feel like saying it out loud is actually my version of holding myself to this yes. new leaf. Yep. Uh, uh, is this so. confessional to you? <laughs> yeah. Are we bit. your Are we your priests? <laughs> Do ten Hail Wait. Marys? Is that what? Who's Christian on this podcast? Which <laughs> Tawny one? Tawny was oh, Christian. Zero. She pretended to no. be Christian. What do you My do? parents as pretended as we were. What do you do? Ten Hail as Marys? As far as... We went to a Catholic church. I, I kept going to the Catholic church even when my dad and my grandma bounced to the giant mega church because like socially in our town, it was like the cooler place to be. But I stayed at the Catholic one because they had a better choir. So I've always known where my priorities were aligned. Mm-hmm. How are those wafers? Mm-hmm. I never had one because I didn't do catechism yeah, or whatever, you, so I wasn't yeah. allowed to have one. So I just I will left. say this, Andy, <laughs> you might actually be, it, this is not a joke, as close as I have to a priest. So <laughs> <laughs> that is... Is that what our friendship z- is? Zero percent a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I absolve you of your crimes? Well, no, what, but, well, yeah, relatively speaking, I don't know who else does it more. So yeah, I guess. <laughs> Well, I will say this, like you guys hang out and I have no idea like what you guys discuss or what happens. So if you are telling Andy things, I don't know mm-hmm. about them. And I'm really the only other person he would tell. Yeah, so yeah I don't does. betray he, your trust. He does. He keeps it yeah. in his heart. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. And Naomi and, this- and I have our own confessional, Card Mark. Called Marco Polo. Wow. Monte Carlo. Carl Marco Polo. Um, <laughs> called a Monte Cristo sandwich. And it's where we both speak into the sandwich and then we receive the messages later. So we yeah. have like a little, um, we're like a priest. Mm-hmm. We're like That's two true. priests. We're more like two priests shooting the shit over a cigarette after our priest <laughs> shift is over. Yeah. Yeah. That's more the relationship. That's what you yeah, call yeah. it a shift? You know when you punch out? <laughs> Clock so out at we the were... Souls factory. Yeah. If we were a sitcom, then you would have the episode. The the a lot of the normal episodes would be me and Naomi, Andrew and Tawny, me and Andrew, mm-hmm. Naomi and Tawny, and then mm-hmm. the like fun every se- once every two seasons or so would be the mm-hmm. yep. Andy and Tawny, Andrew, Naomi episode. I actually i i gave i gave Naomi a ride actually back from the last time we had a big mega um, Yosa's racist episode. And it was really fun. I was Did like, "Did you like it?" Well, because I was like, "We never. It's never just the two of us." I know that's true I mean I think I did spend a lot of time talking about how uncomfortable I felt and not cool like the other black girls (laughs) so you really had to pick me up off the floor in the car that's how I feel that's how I feel all the time and I run this podcast (laughs) anytime a black woman comes on I'm like well I'm I'm a pile of trash I don't need to be here when we have her okay no literally there was like a picture afterwards and it was like Tawny Lacey uh, two other intimidating women and they took photos. <laughs> we took pictures. And when I tell you their fucking skin glowed, they shined like the top of the Chrysler building. Okay? And all knew their perfect angles. And I said, that's how you book. That's how you book. All of them in that room. And, and I, just, I, will, I couldn't handle I, it. 
look, I will tell you that the angles is because there were so many different heights among us, and I am not dragging my sister Lazy Mosley, but but I will. As for me being the giraffe and for her being our tiny friend, there were too many of us for the frame to hold, so we were contorting our bodies, and that glow that you saw was because we had all just eaten a McDonald's breakfast sandwich that Andrew brought to the party. So that was actually a grease sheen that you were experiencing. It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Put me on a grease sheen diet. So, Tawny, you and I have to hang out. I feel like we could talk about music. I yeah, feel like that's about music. Oh, yeah. Why did I say we, we needed a caper? Like, we need to knock off a bank or something. <laughs> that could be fun, actually. I feel like, Andy, you would have the ideas, and God. Tawny is the distraction. Well, she we goes could, in and, like, mm-hmm. gets it. I, like, I would actually rather, I mean, a bank, sure, a regular bank, sure, but if we could do, like, a high crimes investment bank type thing. Oh, yeah, he yeah. would love that. Yes. Oh. If we could, like, fight club Goldman Sachs or something. That could be fair. I thought you guys were going to be like. Say that. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you guys were going to be like stealing the masters of some um, indie band that I don't even know. (laughs) Stealing the masters for Talking Heads seventy-seven. Get it back for them or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That feels like a you guys, you guys kind of heist. I would break into Motown and like get Diana Ross back all her masters and stuff. Like all those Motown cats that Barry Gordy dicked over. Is that actionable? I don't want Barry Gordy coming after me. He's got so much money. Ocean's 14. I smell a... Ocean's 14. I smell a pitch. Hey, Soderbergh, where are you? <laughs> that voice. Soderbergh, where are you? Okay, the fact is Andy loves to pitch a movie every episode, but what we love mm-hmm. more than that is to answer our listeners. Motown's 14. Motown's 11. Answer our listeners' relationship questions. Okay. And where yo is this racist asks, yo, is this racist? Couples therapy asks, am I crazy? More or less. It's some version of that. Okay. My pitch was yo is this romance. And but- I said, it's mm-hmm. yo is this therapy, which is like, mm-hmm. oh, I like more- that. Thank you, Tony. Mm-hmm. Two sides guys of the same decide. coin, though, in a sense. Yeah. That's your first question. Do we go with the. Yeah. Uh, that's the first question. Yo, is this romance, which has the uh, consonants of yo, is this racist, ruh, ruh, mm-hmm. consonants, mm-hmm. or do we go with yo, is this therapy, which is more in line with thematically what the show mm-hmm. is? Answer, it's a more, solve this for us. I, I think yo, is this therapy because it's a more equitable blend of the two names of our shows. Yo, mm-hmm. is this romance. I'm not hearing couples therapy and I'm not hearing yeah. it's implied, but you guys don't get to shine in the title. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Our questions aren't uh, always romance. Go ahead, Andrew. I was just thinking, yeah, just like uh, I, I think probably the reality is Tawny's correct, but I was just going to pitch some some version of like a oops all therapy or something, you know, just like <laughs> oops just all like racists. a real yeah oops all racists <laughs> a special edition of couples therapy oops all therapy um, those are definitely the berries oops all racists those are the crunches like that's a bowl of just crunch <laughs> i left the white supremacy machine on now it's oops all racists limited edition flavor oh. tastes like nails yeah limited edition yeah. flavor the last two millennia yeah is this how i it. feel like this is not how this show normally goes i feel that like andrew true. and i have bulldozed in here with our energy yeah. i want you to take the reins back well, take I tried to, but you see how Andy interrupts me by yelling about Motown's 14. I try to bring us back. He takes us off. So trust me, this is what happens. Now, now, Andrew, are you, look, listen, listen. Mm -hmm. People contact us in a myriad of ways, honey. They slide into our DMs. They hit us up at CouplesTherapyPod at gmail.com. But what I love the most, what I want always are your voicemails, people. I like to hear your voice. I like to hear the struggle. I like to hear the tremble. I like to hear 
where you're at emotionally. So mm-hmm. you can leave us a voicemail at 323-524-7839. Literally one of three phone numbers I've memorized. <laughs> so you got to call in. Now, I try to as best as possible to tailor the questions to the guests. Sometimes it Uh happens by accident that they are tailored to the guests. Sometimes like in this case, I thought about Tawny. I thought about Andrew. Wow. I thought about it. It was this racist. Yeah. And I picked a number of questions that I I thought worked. This, I feel like is more of an Andrew question. A T and Andrew (laughs) T. Get the T from T. Yes. Mm -hmm. So. (laughs) Hi, Andy and Naomi. Uh, My name is, PJ, and I'm so excited to be leaving you this message. I have been listening all through Quar. I'm a lurker in group on Wednesdays, and I couldn't find more joy in um, your podcast and your advice and your humor has been a real lifesaver throughout this time. So I have a question about starting a relationship kind of on the shaky ground that is COVID time. Um, I met somebody during the pandemic um, whose life has been really affected uh, by the pandemic in terms of his job. Um, his hours have changed a lot. Uh, his kind of life has been a little bit more upended than mine has. And as a result of that job change and scheduling, um, his hours are really weird and we don't get to spend that much time together. Um, just a couple of hours here and there during weekdays and we don't share weekends. And, you know, he's kind of anxious and depressed about this. And I really, really like this guy. It's been a while since I've met somebody so smart and so funny and just such a quality human. But I don't know if I can handle somebody who's going through a depressed time and, you know, the schedules are challenging and I just I just don't know if it's the right time but I also am so hesitant to kind of leave something so great on the table anyway thanks so much guys sorry this was long okay wow Wow. this was a nice person they said so many compliments I'm mm-hmm. sorry to be a narcissist, but all I could think is people don't do that on our show. Andrew, they don't say they love us. They don't say thank you for getting me through this quarter. Nope. They go. They don't nope. say. They just launch nope. into the racism. And I think we need a little. Yeah. We need a primer. I mean, we, we have actively not helped people through mm. a bunch of stuff. So there, there may be wow. that. There may be a simple this reality is nice for you guys. that is uh, kicking <laughs> in. It's very yeah. nice for you. I'm happy for you. Continue with your show. What a, what a delight. Well, I mean, our audience is just the best, so I'll just say that. That's true. They're the best. Mm. They're tender. Mm-hmm. They're they're mm-hmm. all, I say, we're, we're all delicate inside kids. The audience <laughs> is inside kids. And so that is why we're all open emotionally. Remember, we call our sure. Wednesday Twitch show mm-hmm. group. So that should tell That's you everything. <laughs> um, so, so PJ is, is seeing this gentleman obviously like once a week mm-hmm. a couple hours at a time and really likes him but honey the pandemic is just a stressor it's a stressor on us all yes mm-hmm. and it's funny because you said this initially you thought mm-hmm. it might be an andrew t question because he has dated in the pandemic mm-hmm. but then when pj mm-hmm. talked about i don't mm-hmm. know if i can be with someone who's depressed i said this is an andy beckerman question <laughs> because he is living it with me but anyway <laughs> andrew tawny what do you think i mean have you either, you know, been with somebody when they are like going through a rough time, just in general, mm-hmm. right? Pandemic aside, but also I know Andrew, you have you have engaged mm-hmm. with people mm-hmm. in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. A little bit. So, so the one thing I will say that I do not have a good answer for because it's something I'm doing a really, really bad job of myself, which is like, like the, I think what happens is like you end up, I don't want to say lowering your standards in terms of the person, but you raise your standards of like what's a deal breaker in mm-hmm. because it's so hard to mm-hmm. move on. Like the cost of moving on in pandemic is if you're like even remotely responsible is much higher, Mm -hmm. right? Like you can't just meet someone for a drink. You can't just like, you know, do something casually really. Like there's like many like coping mechanisms that are not on the table Mm -hmm. anymore. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you're doing it right. I mean, if you're, (laughs) if you're living, if you're living your life, like again, you know, but even, even if you're living your life wrong, you know, you're uh, the the rest of the population is not, it's not easy to, you know, rebound or like, you know, like do something, you know, take your mind off things. So like the cost of breaking Mm -hmm. up is high. That's Um, a good title for a book. I was going to say, it sounds like a Billy Ocean song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, but break up low, get it. No, you had it before. High. You I don't know. My, my point the is. stop of love. My point, my, yeah. My, my point is though, it's like, it's, yeah. Like you're, the caller is feeling something that I think I felt a bunch, which is like, man, bird in the hand, because like. Um, acquiring the bird in the two birds in the bush or whatever <laughs> mm-hmm. is fucking difficult yeah. now in a way that it was difficult before, but now right. it's even more difficult. So like, we're all like considering like settling is a lot better option. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> settling, you know, is a in it, in it, in it, in it, wow, that is in not it, in an unhealthy way. Right. <laughs> like, like we are the value, email, not, not, Sorry, not like it's a better option, like it's always the right option, but like the value of settling uh-huh. has gone Just for up. for safety. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's very death yeah. cap. So you're like, ooh. <laughs> um, but I'm not saying that's healthy or right, but it, I, it's just Well, is the there facts. a deal? Is there something that pre-pandemic would have been a deal breaker that in the pandemic you're like, yeah, I can deal with that? Well, see, I'm the. this is where I'm the wrong person to ask because – there's almost no like I'm very I can deal with that even <laughs> really? in the best of times. I think of you as a picky gentleman yeah. because you don't as far as I know, you don't have a lot of long term relationships. And so to me I think that's because you're very difficult or emotionally closed <laughs> off. Yeah. I th- I well I think those are two sides of the same coin, right? Because once there is something that I latch onto Everything else can be fucking horrible and I'll fucking, you know, I'll make it work. (laughs) I'll I'll rationalize. I'll like, I'll jump through all the mental hoops that like will keep me in for the one or two things that Uh are really good, including ignoring a bunch of, you know, red flags, deal breakers, (laughs) whatever. You know, I'm, uh, this is, this is less, now it's become regular therapy. (laughs) Anyway, the point is, um, so, so that was already. I'm, that's why I'm the wrong person to ask because it's like I don't, I don't fucking put up with tons of shit. <laughs> Can I say something about the I, person going through a tough time yes. angle of it all? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would encourage the caller to remove. I, I, I hear judgment of 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 them, themselves in in the caller's voice. I hear them saying, like they sound like they feel bad that they don't want to be with this person who's having a hard time right now in this pandemic, as so many people are. And I would say maybe remove that from yourself because look. 
I've been married seven years. I've been we've been together for 10. And you you want to know how a person that you're going to be with seriously is going to handle a really hard time. Right. And no judgment about their mental health or anything. But just if you two don't handle one of the most difficult times (laughs) probably in your lifetime the same way, not good or bad on either side, but just like if you don't handle it the same way, you're probably not going to be compatible for if your house floods or if, you know, if you have other disasters in your life as a, as a couple, if you're not handling it in a compatible way, it doesn't mean you have to Mm -hmm. be identical, but if it's not something you can tolerate, it's probably not a great match. Yeah, I, I think so. But what another thing, though, I hear about this, which I think is the tricky thing, because what she's saying is like, we only see each other a couple hours. Yeah. And I think that's hard because what happens is like, for instance, if I see you three times a week and one of those times you want to funk, it's OK. But mm-hmm. if I only see you once a week and when I see mm-hmm. you, you are complaining, mm-hmm. stressing, anxious, then that's not really the that's not really what I want to get out of a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think and maybe it's not indicative of the rest of their week because maybe they're maybe they're only seeing each other on Tuesdays. What's going on on Tuesdays? Right. What's happened to this person? Like and that's that's what I wonder. And I, I know his schedule is changing. But is there any option to see him or talk? Like, I don't know how much you're talking in between, you know, again, like because I think we're all struggling. And I know that, for instance, because we're all struggling, our threshold for someone else's struggle is lower. Mm, like, I can't help you yes. in this because I'm because mm-hmm. I'm on Struggle Street, honey. I'm doing mm-hmm. my best to keep my head up in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And now you're like freaking out. And so I and think then you're giving me things that I'm like, should I be struggling about that, too? Why am I not worried about this? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I think that is the thing, because, you know, I don't want to discount saying her saying he's such a good human. I haven't liked somebody like this in a while, you know, because. As you said, Andrew, it is hard to meet people out in these streets. So it's like, mm-hmm. especially period. now, period. For the exactly. folks starting the serious relationships, you know what? I'm like, you have not seen how they treat a waiter. Mm-hmm. You have not seen their <laughs> bathing suit. You have not mm-hmm. seen, like, there's so much <laughs> that you have not seen. You don't know how they behave in a movie theater. Maybe they right. throw shit. Maybe they throw shit at the screen. These are strangers you're meeting in a pandemic. I'm not yeah. saying don't do it. I'm just saying give yourself a break. Yeah. It's going to take a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Complaining. Stressed, yeah. anxious. Now that's a CSA I don't want to join. <laughs> so glad you're here. It was the lean. It some, was the lean and the look I, for me. I made some. <laughs> I made some. Uh, I made some chimichurri sauce out of carrot top greens from a CSA box today. <laughs> wow! I'm so very proud the of carrot myself. Tops you yeah. used to make a chimichurri. Mm-hmm. Can we just put any green mm-hmm. in a chimichurri? It's, I think as, as long as it's like bitter, it's yeah, bitter? it kind of works. I have no idea. Huh. A little bit, a little, little bit of bitter, like a yeah, parsley or a cilantro, kind of works. We yeah, sage? Okay. yeah, carrot top. Be as bitter as Car- someone carrot top working in great. Hollywood for ten years. I think mm. we're getting Boom. off of PJ's issue, Andy. What do you think? Because I'm a real sad Boom. sack and a pain in the ass, and Quar especially. Yeah, <laughs> but I fell in love with you way before I knew that you were. Sad. <laughs> I got him. You mm-hmm. got to hook him. You got to hook him on a good day. No, I don't know. I mean, if you, it's it's tough. Like, I, I hear what Tawny is saying, too, about, like, removing the judgment from yourself. But also, like, have empathy, especially, like, in these times, yeah. you also have to have empathy for someone who is, especially if you really do like them. I don't know. If you like them enough mm-hmm. to weather it, I would say, I mean, that's really what it is, right? Do you like them yeah. enough to weather it and feel empathy for them and try to help them through this or not help them or just like be with them while they figure their shit out. Like, you know, 
if Naomi is feeling depressed and it's, it, I don't mean feeling depressed, but if like a, a, a cloud of depression is, has overtaken her. Right. Yeah. Like in the depression commercials, like in the commercials <laughs> for the drugs, you know, it's yeah. always like, it's a cloud. Those commercials make me depressed. <laughs> those commercials make me feel bad. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think this is good. That's how they get you. <laughs> right. And then I'm like, I need those pills. That's right how now. the Wilbutrin freaks <laughs> get you with their freaks. commercials. Well, so, so one thing I will say is that pandemic does create a little cognitive dissonance about, how you really feel because there is like sort of like it or not conscious or not like you did more or less risk if not you know on on some maybe minuscule percentage you risked your life by seeing mm-hmm. this person and which in a in a significantly higher way than under normal circumstances and thus like whether you process that or not you mm-hmm. still like have the cognitive distance of like well i must really mm-hmm. like this person because why else would i risk my mm-hmm. life you know, and the answer is like you were horny, or you're interested, or who cares? But the you know the thing the thing that sinks that that's like you know you know subconscious somewhere is like I also did this irresponsible potentially thing, or whatever, and and that's that's I think the thing that for me you know the the was like hard. It was like I think I really like this person, but it's like do I? I don't know. I probably won't be able to process that until this shit right. is done. Because, like, and how could you know in real time? So there is an argument that I would throw out, which is, like, kind of like the pandemic mulligan. Like, I know we all, like, it's just like once we're all out of this universal stress, you reevaluate what this relationship is. Because it's like you're just so far out of every like, day. Normal. See how they order Everyone their food. Is. I'm telling you. See how they treat that way. That is so yeah. true. I think another thing I would try if there's a way. Again, I don't know how stressed he is or like kind of what it, how it's manifesting. But you know, if you are only getting a couple hours or one day a week when you see each other in person, is there a way to gently say like, I want us to spend this afternoon or this evening as a like pandemic free zone. Let's just spend mm. two or three hours mm-hmm. and just pretend like we're not in a pandemic. Like maybe you guys order mm-hmm. food or you watch it. Just something where you're like, we're not allowed to complain about mm-hmm. the situation we're in that we can't change. Yeah, maybe go to a mall mm-hmm. maskless. Shut up. <laughs> you know what I Andy, mean, Andy, you fool. You fool. I know what like you mean, Naomi. That, and like, mm-hmm. try, like see how that goes. Because I don't know if you have. And like, again, if he can't do that, if he can't manage that for like 90 minutes, then that might tell right. you a little yeah. more about this person. Yeah, that's the that's thing. That's what I'm where saying. Just, because it's, it's like if you he doesn't have to be doing well, but he right. has to be doing bad in a way that you can see handling for a long time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right, can you right, handle right. the kind of bad he's doing? Then great. Right. Everybody needs somebody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there's no positive, like that's the thing. I said have empathy, but if there's absolutely no positives, right? That right. That's troublesome. Right. Mm. <laughs> that's troublesome. Hot take. We're gonna take <laughs> a quick break and then come back with Tanya and Andrew to help you handle your scandal. 
Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, y'all. Wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, there are a couple different ways. Most of our support comes from our wonderful Patreon community. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes of just us mostly spilling the tea mm-hmm. and occasionally searching for crazy bread in Los Angeles, plus lots of other bonus content. We love our page pals, and we couldn't do this without you. And if you want to join, go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. We also have merch, which includes Gotta Miss a Bitch and Jubu t-shirts, yeah. which you can find in the link tree in our Twitter or Insta bios. And for absolutely $0, you can rate and review the show on Apple five stars please it'll only take 10 seconds and it helps us tremendously okay that's it we love you deeply now back to the show and we back with tawny and andrew Woo-hoo. and it's just so wild to have two andrews on one podcast well i'd go by that's andy i know but i also think of you as andrew mm-hmm. <laughs> when i go andrew come in here you know like yeah. come in here it andrew, is unnerving. your bagel's getting soggy come in here mm-hmm. <laughs> Naomi, have you spent time with many other Naomi's in a professional or social capacity? No, I have not. There are no other Naomi's. And I mi- thank you so much. And I Damn. miss it. You know, I love I love a good, mm-hmm. you know, every now and then I'll meet a Japanese Naomi because it's like a mm-hmm. common Japanese name. But yes. that was like more in New York. I would mm-hmm. I, I have not come into a contact in LA. Sure. I think I, I only it. know one and I don't even really know her that well. How well can you know a Naomi other than well, you? You know what I mean? Well, honey, we've all got walls Damn. up. Damn. We've all got walls up. <laughs> Except for me. I don't have enough walls up. That's my problem. <laughs> yeah, Naomi, you are New Orleans during a... Uh, <laughs> After storm. Katrina, honey. Yeah, oh, it's, a whole, it's all kind of disaster. Oh, it's my. all kind of disaster. <laughs> we file that under jokes you can make six years later and only then. <laughs> yeah. I was saying not... It's exactly the right amount of time exactly. has gone 15 by. It's years. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> I saved a couple of political questions specifically for you two. Oh, why? <laughs> I don't want that shit. I don't know anything about politics. <laughs> Who else is going to answer them? Who I else? don't know. Get John Lovett on I don't, here. I mean, get, fucking, <laughs> get one of those crooked people. The, you, this about John Lovett. This and actually. You know, that's fun. This <laughs> this actually is. Unfortunately, probably the big reveal of what the fuck Andy and I get up to on these yeah. dog walks. What you talk politics? Is yes. Some yes. some of this Ugh. shit. Probably Have too much. Have a great much. time. Yeah. Naomi and I will stay That's... in our wig talk that we're engaged <laughs> exactly. in on Marco Polo, and that is all like, we yeah. will talk about. I mean, literally, he's like, Andrew's coming. We're going for a walk. I go, bless. My response is always, bless. <laughs> Andrew, he needs to get it out. This is what I happens. don't want to hear it. This is what happens. Andrew says something like, mm-hmm. we should uh, boil white supremacists until their flesh falls off their bones. And I go, yeah, mm-hmm. but. And then mm-hmm. 10 minutes later, I'm Not like, yeah, efficient. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what a joy. These poor dogs. (laughs) (laughs) 
So the dogs could speak English. The dogs really. The dogs have yeah have by far the worst. <laughs> out because it's it's out by them. it's a lot of it's a lot of me going like well and then like <laughs> all right let's let's go let's hear this anyway question. so get ready <laughs> listeners God, you're so about bad. to enjoy this is for 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 dogs ears only hey Andy and Naomi I have a question or an issue that I could use your help with and I definitely know that you guys are the right people to help me out so my husband and I live about an hour and a half from my in-laws and his extended family. So his dad likes to come up and visit us every so often. Uh, we have like a guy's weekend and we usually have a great time. Uh, but his dad is a Trump supporter, so politics inevitably comes up and things can get pretty pretty tense. His dad and I have even gotten into a shouting match before uh, because of politics. So we have a great time, but things can be awkward at times. Um, but this time, it's not his dad that's the problem, it's his uncle. His dad wants to come up in a few weeks to visit us and wants to bring my husband's uncle along, too. And he is 20 times worse than my father-in-law. No no mask wearing, thinks coronavirus is a hoax, QAnon-believing, 24-7 Fox News-watching shitbag. So needless to say, I don't want him visiting us. For the sake of my own sanity and just feeling comfortable in my own home, I really don't want to bring that negative energy into our space. I also have some health issues, and the fact that he has been wearing a mask this whole time really doesn't help (laughs) make me feel any more comfortable. Um, The problem is that my husband doesn't want to have that conversation with his dad and blames me for even putting him in the position in the first place. What? He's afraid that it's going to cause drama between him and his dad and issues with his extended family as well, so it's just a conversation he'd rather not have. And I should also mention that this uncle is also my husband's godfather, so that adds another layer to this. I don't care. Uh, so my question for you I'm is, done. am I being selfish mm. for asking my husband to tell his dad that we don't want his uncle here? Uh, should I just suck it up and deal with it for the 24-hour visit? I should mention, too, that my husband doesn't really want his uncle here either. He just doesn't want to have the what? conversation and would rather just no peace. Um, so I would really appreciate your perspective on this. Am I in the wrong? Am I being selfish for not wanting his uncle here? Should we just suck it up because it's family? Uh, or are we right to set boundaries and tell his uncle we don't want him here? Um, and also any tips you have on how my husband can have that conversation with his dad. Thank you, guys. I love you so much. Love the pod. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, guys. Oh, first of all, I love, love you too. deeply. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> first of all, and this is what I be saying too, okay? <laughs> what he needs so to mad. do... That husband can go sit with his daddy and his uncle and his could like don't have him come to us. Like there'll be times I'm always like, Andy, I don't need to be there if you're with your family necessarily. <laughs> or mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time with my mother without Andy. Very Even true. Even though Lord knows I like Andy as a buffer. But it's like you got to deal with your family yourself sometimes. Just because somebody you're married to somebody doesn't mean they have to be there all the time. He want to be with he, uncle want to hang out. You husband, you go to uncle and daddy. Also, if you if you are, but, don't want to have the conversation, mm-hmm. damn. But then the ma- the non mask thing, no, because then husband is bringing that back into my yeah. home. Here's here's what I'm gonna say. This is slightly opposite is that you are married, which means that you they are your family. There is no my husband's family. This is my opinion, and the reason I say this is because you are married. They are your family. That means you need to handle them just as much as they do. It's not on. If my husband's in laws were doing something wild, and for some reason he didn't want, I have a phone. You call them. You tell the uncle. You tell the the dad. I don't want your no mask wearing QAnon bullshit ass in my house. And then you handle your husband separately later privately. But you can call those people. Really? That's why you got married. 
No, Tony, I didn't marry somebody to marry their husband. I mean, to marry their father about marriage. I'll go on record and say the only good thing about marriage is that these all of these people, I can I can tell to fucking cut it out if I need to. They are we are all now one thing. My husband can call my dad and tell him to calm the fuck down, and he has done it before. Because maybe I don't want to, or maybe I need it taken off my plate. That's what it's for. That's the only reason we still do it. And your and like but your and your family responds to your husband. Yes, meaning if he says that, they'll be like, okay. Yes, because we have established that we are a unit, that we go together, that we, and you know, if literally like I was panicking about some bullshit one time, it's a long story, it doesn't matter, but I didn't want to call my dad and ask him to stop bringing it up because it was Mm -hmm. causing me stress and blah, blah, blah. And my husband just did it for me. He called him up. He said, hey, this is causing me stress. Don't do it anymore. I didn't even know it was happening. And the problem was just solved without me having to deal with it. Right. So... It depends on your family, I guess, because that sounds very enlightened. Andy has I, talked to my mother, and she just ignores him. I've tried to. I've tried. <laughs> I have tried before. I t- I, early, earlier, like what, like maybe five, six years ago, I tried that, and but she let just me ask, blew me off. Does she? Yeah. And this is not to put you guys on blast, but do you guys present as a as a as a as a unit, as like a if yeah. what Andy says is what Naomi says type of a thing? pretty sure i think so i mean i don't i definitely don't undermine him like we don't undermine each other around our parents like our we're with our parents especially it's like i got his back he's got mine because we're both triggered um so we're definitely like having (laughs) that but um you know i think it just i think for instance i know for a fact and i've talked about this a lot on the pod like I think my mother personally has a hard time seeing me as an autonomous adult. I think she has sure. a very hard time. And so, mm-hmm. for instance, I think when something like Andy asserting himself, like he's like, I'm her mom for my mother. She's like, I'm her mother. That's mm-hmm. always going to be more mm-hmm. than husband, boyfriend, whoever, ever. Like, that's how she mm-hmm. feels. She's literally like, mm-hmm. I can tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. I run mm-hmm. this show. And so that kind of thing doesn't work. Because it's funny, because like Andy told me like, I remember he like reached out to her, but then he told me way later, like it, where he was like, he's like, you know, I tried to talk to her a couple weeks ago and she ignored me. And like, that's how I found out he even tried. Right. Cause he's mm, kind of doing what you said, you know, your husband said, which is like trying to take it off your plate, you mm-hmm. know, and hopefully fix it. And so I think I, that's the thing I'm giving the advice to somebody who doesn't have that kind of respect, <laughs> doesn't get that I kind will, of respect. <laughs> I will also say that, I maybe am a different type of a person who went through a very painful moment in my 20s where I forced my parents to give me that kind of autonomy and respect. And mm-hmm. we have a great relationship. But so I think mm-hmm. then that extended to my partner because mm-hmm. there's no there's no planet where my dad and uncle would be doing something wild that my husband disagrees with. And we'd just be like, oh, I guess I won't bring it up. That just does mm-hmm. not exist for me. So mm-hmm. caller, I empathize with you, but uh. I think you gotta. I think you gotta crack some skulls a little bit. Like this is serious. This is yeah. safety and yeah, your life. The health stuff is like you should be yeah. able to lean on the health stuff if nothing else. Like you know, because honey, you can't reason with the QAnon, but you can certainly say not hey, at all. Yeah, you don't wear masks, and I'm out here trying to live. Why don't you say that? Yeah, he, he can't come over because their house is an adrenochrome processing plant. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> PizzaGate moved well, to here, I mean, and we I, got we gotta handle it. So stay out. What <laughs> one thing uh, we were looking for a for a, a plug for going back to listen to the show, and I will say the theme of the Yo is this racist <laughs> episode and this call is like. I think you're barking up the wrong tree with some rationalization. Like you're not the the boundary should be with the dad. 
like you didn't need to, you know, all this like uncle other stuff. It's like, you know, I think it's fair and this is super easy for me to say as someone without a partner and with a, you know, marginally contentious relationship with my own family. <laughs> but like, I think it's fair to just say, look, is your devotion to like racism or white supremacy or like this dehumanizing person worth more than your relationship with me, a human mm -hmm. being? And like, make them answer that. Like you having to like, coddle these fucking horrible mm -hmm. racists is like and that's the dad without even getting to the uncle it's like no, no 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 like yes family but like family is also like needs to be treated the way they treat you and treat people and if they are incapable of being a decent human being in a short window mm -hmm. around like why do you have to walk on eggshells but the trump supporter gets to say whatever right. the fuck they want yeah like you're right that's not that's not an equitable relationship so <laughs> then you're not talking about an equitable relationship. Do we also think that... So you don't need to do value it. Do we also think that the caller is actually having... The caller said, I have a good time with these people with the dad. But then <laughs> they also said, we, we've broken out in screaming matches before. I don't think that a, a hang where at any moment you could break out into a screaming match over, say, like, you know, yeah. uh, social security benefits or whatever the fuck you're yelling about. I don't think that's a good time. I think we've conditioned ourselves yeah. to accept a lot, especially from family and from uh, in-laws and mm -hmm. dismiss it when you really do not have to let this pandemic be a lesson to you you can that's stay in your true. house and not see a fucking person that's very true value yourself no you're right i think that's right you're very good to give this question to tony and andrew because they're right they're being direct because <laughs> well again because i think you and i both come from these relationships like for instance we have a good time and i can mm -hmm. this way with your family y'all don't talk about real stuff so it's all right. good if there's you no don't real talk there's no real so mm -hmm. like if you stay on the surface then sure it was pleasant but I know for me, I find it very tiring to have to stay on the surface. Like, I can't do it for more than 30 minutes. Pleasant, but not, like, <laughs> enjoyable. Right, because right? you can't really relax. What, you can't we, be what, yourself. What mm -hmm. Naomi and I right. do is we just limit our time. We love our family, but we just limit the amount of time that we expose ourselves to them. Well, and then I also I just prepare talking points as well. <laughs> yeah, Naomi comes oh, in interesting. with, with uh, <laughs> bullet points index cards. That you give out to them or just No, 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 no. Just like I run through them with Andrew beforehand. I'm like, she or like in my head, I, yeah, I just like know what I'm going to bring up because I'm like, okay, I don't want to touch that. I don't want to touch this. I don't want to sit in silence because there have been times where Andy is, he was like, Naomi, I don't want you to try so hard to direct the conversation with my with parents. his parents specifically so i was like okay sure. i'm a hangback well if my <laughs> dynamic ass don't say nothing tawny nothing is <laughs> happening at this table <laughs> and i just had to see it i'm like i want to sit at a table in a restaurant in silence i could be in my house eating this food mm -hmm. in my underwear much more comfortable mm -hmm. so if i've come mm -hmm. out to engage mm -hmm. with you and we ain't talking this is a waste yep. of my time no to yep. me it's mm -hmm. it's let's have this very pleasant interaction where no one says anything where no one calls me weird no one no mm -hmm. one says anything about mm -hmm. who i am as a person and just get a, like to me it's a it's it's like an ocean's 11 it's an ocean's 11 type situation where you just want to get in uh -huh. get in get the get, diamond uh -huh. yes the diamond the inner the pleasant interaction is the diamond and then and who get is out julia roberts playing julia roberts uh -huh. Naomi is obviously Julia Roberts. Thank you okay. so much. Playing. So, so you you think my dinner with Andre was Ocean's Six? What happened in my dinner what? with Andre? Wallace like, Shawn is, is obviously is... the Matt Damon. Was he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost now. I. 
Just a, a bar, I, I guess I was saying for Andy, just a boring ass dinner movie. Yes, yes, to me, and it's a win because no one's upset, no one's fighting, yeah. and I get yeah. that. Yes, look, if I want to have a contentious conversation about a topic, about like, what did you think of the the new Godard film. I'll have that with a friend. I don't know, Naomi. I just couldn't think of it. <laughs> I made a face mm-hmm. listener. Yes. <laughs> I was very confused. I was like, it's contentious. Whatever. whatever. Yeah, About yeah. like an artistics. I will have mm-hmm. that with a friend. I don't sure. want to bring up. I don't want to. When I'm with my parents, I don't want to bring up topics that will open myself up to be wounded by their comments. I get that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, okay. So I, I try I mean, to limit. The... So what we do is we try to limit the number of interactions and we try to limit the time of that interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the caller, I will throw this out there, which is like, regardless of whether it's you or your husband doing it, like, I think it's like fair to, I mean, maybe this is like creates, is the, the conversation the husband doesn't want to have, but it's like, set the fucking boundaries like you just have to like set the fucking boundaries with your parents if you if they are going to be coming over to your house like you just have to be like hey look if you can't respect the basic humanity of people in this 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 way at least in the time Mm -hmm. you're with me then this is on Mm -hmm. you then you can't come over we can't have a relationship if you can't respect this list of very normal Mm -hmm. things um and i you know. I, I think I'm just like, I want you to confront yourself because I think there's more power in that. I think if your husband is relaying a message that he doesn't want to really relay, yeah, he's not gonna maybe it right. it's not going to be as direct. Mm-hmm. There's power mm-hmm. in you picking up yeah. the phone and calling your husband's family. I'm using air quotes because I'm like, they're your people. I'm so sorry. You, on, <laughs> you are legally bound to these people mm-hmm. until you decide you're not anymore. There's power in just calling them up and being like, hi, I know we don't talk a whole lot, but this is serious. They're going to pay attention to that if only because it's weird. they're gonna be like you never call me what is this right and they're not gonna want to deal with it that's the other thing is if you make clear that you are going to be more obnoxious about the issue if they don't pay attention to it yeah people don't want people don't want to be uncomfortable so they're not gonna show up at your house and be wild just for the sake of their own comfort i mean they will either shut up or reveal themselves to be who they truly Mm. are and either way Mm -hmm. you like you either don't have to deal with them or you can deal with them on at least you know terms has the QAnon guy not already revealed who he is well that yeah that's what i'm saying it's like but that that's why it's like like the fact that the caller is like oh can i maybe set a boundary with a QAnon person it's like what What the fuck is happening no like the goalposts have been moved so far in this conversation that you're not even close to on like a a healthy relationship with the family Mm -hmm. and possibly with your husband and take all that time that you did have to spend with them and write a screenplay about it so at least you get to monetize all your trauma monetize (laughs) your trauma Mm -hmm. sir yeah become a hollywood cannibal Mm -hmm. just like the rest of us (laughs) Please, at least mm-hmm. hit, look. If we're gonna cannibalize something, please let it be the bigots and the QAnons. Please. Yes, that's what they're scared of. <laughs> okay, one last quick cue. <laughs> All right. Okay. Hi, Andy and Naomi, and special guests. Um, I had a question Ooh. about moving in with my boyfriend during these quarantine times. We currently live apart, mm. but we're thinking about moving in together. And I definitely want to know what are some questions that we should be talking about that we might not know could be potential roadblocks. Like what's it been like living in quarantine right now? Um, how are you negotiating boundaries? 
anything that we're not thinking of that we should be talking about because we really want to protect our relationship at all costs in these hard times. So thank you so much. I love your pod. Bye. So if that last question, if the first question about (laughs) relationships was for Andrew, this one is more for Tawny. <laughs> Anything. I've been with my partner as long as you two have been together. Do you remember what it's like? What, what, what did you ask each other when you decided to move in? I have no memory of it. <laughs> well, I think the big question from my response to this person is how big of a space are you moving into? And that mm. will determine a lot <laughs> of what you need to be asking, right? Especially right. talk about boundaries or whatever. In the pandemic, specifically. Specifically, but yeah, but certainly in general. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in the pandemic, definitely, you know, we're talking about like boundaries or whatever. You know, are you both working from home? Is one of you not working? You know, those are the kind of things that yeah. will mm-hmm. impact the cohabitation, I think. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's just like, and kind of also... Um, and obviously, like the basics. Again, when you say like, "What aren't we talking about?" I'm assuming you're you like understand each other's idea of cleanliness, each other's mm-hmm. idea of <laughs> what constitutes a meal. I re- mm-hmm. the idea of like who who is gonna do what around the house. But I think in terms of, you know, I think what was something you and I didn't really talk about, but came to realize. We both, Andy and I, you, you and I really like our alone time. Yes. And Tawny, for instance, mm-hmm. I was going to ask you because, like, you know, your your gentleman caller, he's like a mellow, quiet person. He tends to do mm-hmm. his own thing. You, mm-hmm. obviously, at least in recent years, have traveled a lot for work. So you mm-hmm. sort of have your own separate time just by default. Yes. Um, But I'm assuming there were times when that wasn't the case, like before you well, were this- really working a lot. Well, I was always traveling a lot. I just wasn't making any money at it. So I was either (laughs) traveling a lot in like little bands and Second City and stuff. But I was always gone a third of the year at least. Um, So 2020 was a real shift for us. um, And we were together all the time because he also wasn't working. And so that was the most time we've spent together in 10 years. And so what I will say for the caller, you I will ask I want you to ask them to make a, um, not just a chart of like their activities for the day, but I need you to have them plot out what room of the house they tend to be in at which hour. I'm serious, this is going, because you're gonna think like, oh yeah, they work from home, so they're gonna be like on their laptop and I work from home, but I go to appointments. Like you're gonna have a mental picture of what you think your day is going to be like. And then that first week, you're gonna be staring at his ass in the kitchen at 11 a.m. being like, it's not lunch, it's not breakfast. What the fuck are you doing in my way? What is this? So I'm telling you for a full week, both of you chart out the, the hours that you are in every room in your respective homes and then match that up to each other and be like, oh shit, we both think we're going to be in the bathroom for two hours every morning. That's not going to work. You really need that chart because I have a lot of space where I live. I live in the country and still sometimes this man will pop up in a space that I don't think he legally needs to be in. Legally, Legally, I think I have a claim that he does not need to be in the area where I put on makeup. He does not need to be standing right there at that hour. Tawny, how many bathrooms do you guys have? Two. Oh, that's the dream. That's the dream. I think but one of them, one of them, these fucking terrorists that built this house, put a pedestal stick, a pedestal sink. So there's no space to put anything on that sink. So that's basically an oh, unusable bathroom. If you're oh, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh. can't store. You can't store. <laughs> ISIS is... built this house. <laughs> or the CIA. Mm-hmm. I mean, Andrew, you've lived with lovers. Damn. Andrew T. I have. So what I, 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 the one question I guess I have that maybe is not that relevant is how, uh, 
Oh, are, are your uh, voicemails like stored? Is this is this one from like a while ago, or is it from now? And my my the the reason being, I just you know wait it out <laughs> at this point. Don't move it. Don't move in during pandemic. Like like you know the end is, if not soon, it's yeah. in sight. Like it's it's like sort of measurable and like absolutely you do not need this additional mm-hmm. stress. I, I would just say <laughs> like you know like. I, I just, you know, because I'm like, what, what, why, why now? Why now? Why, like, the, all the extra pandemic shit? It's like, because everything Tawny described is not pandemic specific. <laughs> and it's already, like, shit that right. you should do. So, like, you don't need to worry, add on top of that, like, oh, we had a different idea of what a social distance hang mm. is. Or, like, you know, like, you know, I did not quite realize how big your social circle actually mm. is. Like, and maybe even you didn't realize it, but like, like, like I just started like chatting with a, a woman online who was like, you know, I'm really buttoned up. I haven't seen a soul. And then like very recently I was like, I feel like you see a lot of people <laughs> like in a way and not in a bad way. Like, cause, cause I was actually more like at first when she was talking, I was like, Ooh, this like feels like you're so much more buttoned mm-hmm. up than I am that this is my going to be that's going to be difficult and it was like oh no your reality is about mm-hmm. the same as mine like mm-hmm. your risk tolerance is actually about the same as mine however you describe it in a way that is in my opinion not uh-huh. accurate <laughs> um and, and so like so and i think people have been doing a lot of that rationalization right like none of us are fucking like scientists Unless you're a scientist, shout out, shout to, out to the scientists. scientists we believe in science, um, but but <laughs> but 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 like it, there, it's just like to me, I'm like you know, we're probably not going to do another year of this. So unless there's an absolutely compelling reason to move in with someone mm-hmm. now or soon, just wait it out. Like there's there's no like compelling COVID reason. I look. Of course, there can be compelling reasons, but like, just dodge that extra but stress. Love, it's going to be stressful enough. Love, as it is. Andrew. Love. They're in love. The callers to this show—that's the difference from our show, Andrew. Those people—they're embroiled in hate. They're surrounded by hate and microaggressions. Mm-hmm. These people are—it's love they're calling about. You can still be—you can still be in love with two apartments. <laughs> Look, unless you can't, I get it. Sometimes you can't, and it's possible. But I'm just saying, like, unless there's an absolute got to do it reason. I would just say, wait. Yeah. Uh, wow. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I actually, I agree with Andrew on this. If well, there well, isn't, well, well, yes! there isn't wow. a compelling, if there isn't a compelling, um, heart reason, romantic mm. reason. Oh, I thought you micro like practical reason or, <laughs> for me. I, I need a practical, like, like financial this is much cheaper. We live two hours apart. We want to mm-hmm. see where this goes. Like that yeah. to me is real reason, not just like I love him. It's like, well, mm-hmm. but just because that we like, but even we do see this life going. Not there's no such thing as going back to normal. We do see uh, us as able to enter public spaces again sometime this year. We see that mm-hmm. in our uh, ahead of us. So um, if there, but just because the like moving in a, is. I don't know. I, I'm saying this like it's a serious thing, but I, some people don't take it seriously. Some people are just like, whatever, let's just figure it out. So oh, you I, mean moving in together, yeah, period. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or just like Yeah, just don't throw out too much of, the of your heart. stuff. <laughs> move in, but move in, but keep mm-hmm. two of everything so that you can yeah. amicably split and yes. not empty yeah. your, your bank account. Especially two <laughs> bathrooms. 
God, there you should be bathrooms. there should be. I really, think apartments, depending on how many people live there, yeah, the bathroom, the number of bathrooms should change. The, the apartments should be modular. So one if, bathroom per person. So if one person lives there, mm-hmm. it's just one bathroom. But if yeah. two people live there, the landlord has to, by law, legally <laughs> add yeah. a second bathroom. Yeah. yeah. I'm with that. It is, you know how the one time in my life I had two cats, you know how I was like mortified that they were going to share a litter box w- without realizing <laughs> that's basically what humans do? <laughs> I mean, when you've sat on the toilet of someone's butt warmth. You know Ugh. what I mean? When you've just sat mm-hmm. on someone else's butt warmth. It shouldn't You're only like, be the, the very wealthy who, <laughs> yeah. who don't have we to have do to that. We have to democratize defecation. Democratize mm-hmm. defecation. Mm-hmm. Who's with me? Mm-hmm. Like right now, right now, this man is right next. He knows I'm recording a podcast. I'm looking out the window. He's driven his little, um, the little mover we use to move firewood up. I live in the country, as I said, and he's standing right outside the window, looking in here, waiting for me to be done. I'm still talking. Why is he here? <laughs> he's just looking at you. Is he lurking? He, is he standing at the window with his, yeah, his hands, hands on the glass? Yeah, because he doesn't want to come in because he knows I'm recording. And it'll be loud, but he like wants something from me, and I'm like, I'm still working. So now he's walking away. But mm-hmm. that is something you need to figure out before no. you move in with people. Like, how, where are they going to be at every minute? <laughs> they gonna be at every minute yeah you should you need track no you other. can't get surprised yes get a tracker <laughs> <laughs> they should have that you, you should just yeah those that little like uh that tile thing that it's like supposed to be for your uh-huh. keys you know that like little bluetooth thing that you put on yeah. your keychain yeah, yeah, yeah. and you find it but just to have everyone should just have that i guess implanted into their bloodstream <laughs> by bill gates and then, well, then you're halfway there yeah, andrew uh, hey whose uncle are you <laughs> <laughs> whose uncle are you indeed we're all somebody's uncle uh thank you this has been a great episode do i end the podcast i don't remember who ends it? <laughs> anyone by law for couples therapy anyone can end the episode at any time i don't know if you wow. guys knew that it's very egalitarian of you but yeah, i do think you. we have to because toddy's husband's been outside of the freezing freezing cold for nine late. hours and we've now got to get him holding- in there just... He's holding a little trap. He's holding a little live, like a um, like a humane trap that we use to catch little mice. He's holding it up, showing me that there's no mice in it. I'm grateful for the information, but I wish it was later. Track your husband, everyone. It does. Fe- <laughs> this does. It does feel like like your husband is like a stray dog that you're like I'm gonna have to let him inside. We have so many other places he could be. I guess he's mine He's like now. a slender Nick Offerman. He's just like Ooh. literally so like. He's, like, he's got a trap. He's hauling wood. He built us a roof. Like it's always like what? Yeah. Where did you he find did. this person who's a musician and delicate, but also very capable? Uh, he grew up on a Christian commune in Ohio. So everyone out there who's single, if you're looking for the right type of a man, look for someone who grew up uh, in a religious commune and then left it abruptly. Abruptly. <laughs> but, but, but left with skills. You need to leave Yeah, le- get the skills, skills, leave the dogma. Mm-hmm. That's what you need. <laughs> yeah, yeah take the skills. Father part three. Take the skills, leave the dogma. Okay, Tani, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us yeah. on this magical oh. journey. Thanks for having us. Love you guys. Thank you. It was a treat to be here, and thank you for coming on our show. What a little, what a little pod of weird dog owners some of us are. (laughs) And we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 